0: Untold Physio Stories listeners can save 10% by going to Edgemobsys.com. That's E D G E M O B S S S Y S dot com slash Untold to save 10% off their first purchase.
1: Edge Health and Tech Solutions. We do websites that work for you and give you an edge over the competition.
0: Hey, it's Dr. E with Untold Physio Stories. My other co-host, Dr. Andrew Rothschild, Dr. Dana Palmer can't be with me today, but uh, with me is one of my favorite guests and my Padawan learner and uh, who doesn't follow Star Wars, so he has no idea what I mean by that. It's Dr. Brett Scott. How's it going, Brett?
1: It's going well, thank you. I guess I'll have to uh, get on the Star Wars bandwagon at some point here. Since we I have... mean,
0: you have all this extra time now, right?
1: kind of yeah not not really but um a little bit so i guess i'll have to find out who padawan is <laughs> and, and what you're actually referring to me as
0: right well you kind of know what a jedi is right
1: yeah yeah
0: a Je- uh, padawan is like uh the the student of a jedi master
1: okay i get it that's kind of what i figured yeah so so uh you have an interesting story for us today right i do yes Uh, more about habits and behavior change than just looking at uh, your evaluation of a patient and how they move. So are we ready to go? Yeah, shoot. Go ahead. All right. So um, about eight months ago, I had this woman come in and she was one of probably my favorite patients I've ever worked with. Um, Just awesome personality, really, really good attitude about things. And she came in with some kind of typical, uh, you know, modern manual therapy or eclectic approach uh, cervical patterns. So she had an issue loading her right cervical side and, um, she had some median and ulnar nerve distribution, you know, neurodynamic symptoms and stuff. So she came in, we did a session. Um, I didn't even manipulate her. Um, I just gave her the self-help stuff, the, the self-care techniques and, um, You know, I was like, okay, that that was an easy case, and she was like, well, let me come back in because I want to make sure I'm doing them right, and I want to make sure you know this is better and gone because it had been bugging her during her workday and stuff. So um, she came back in, we did another session. It was good. She still wanted to do another. She's like, I want to. She worked out at another gym and she did some high intensity stuff. She's like, I want to make sure I'm working out well and everything too, so I don't get hurt. And so um, before that she was going on vacation. So she was good up, up through. And so she came back for a third visit and um, she said vacation was great, but on the plane ride home, things had gotten worse. So now she came back and she had her whole basically hand was numb. Um, And this patient had a past medical history of breast cancer. So I'm thinking, and she had some axillary uh, lymph nodes removed too. So I'm like, maybe there's something else going on here. Um, but it doesn't make sense that it just got better and then all of a sudden got worse through a plane ride. So um, we went through a million different things. Um, So we continued to do some of the the common stuff that we do with kind of the McKenzie approach and and side glides and side bends and neurodynamic uh, things for those nerves. And things would get better, but they continue to get worse. And then we discovered that or didn't discover, but we started to address other things like, uh, she was working from home. And so she had kind of a poor ergonomic setup. So we tried to do some things to fix that. We went down, um, the breathing relaxation, meditation, uh, rabbit hole, and, um, really tried to look at her workout. So one of the biggest things I found was, um, I ended up following the gym she was at. And I found that Uh, I saw the workouts they were doing and stuff and they were really, really like almost too high of an intensity. And um, I saw her even in some of their Instagram stories doing some stuff that I was like, you know, you're really pushing it too hard. Like we got to teach you kind of, you know, uh, what an RPE is and what a healthy one is for you to stay in. And, And her thing was after she had had cancer, she put on a bunch of weight because of the medications and stuff. And she had gotten back to the point of being cancer free and she had lost a ton of weight and she was the healthiest she's ever felt besides all this pain. So, um, we, we tried everything at this point because, uh, it kept kept getting worse. So we referred out. So she got an MRI and a CAT scan, I believe, just to make sure, um, there wasn't anything cancer related in there or, you know, any actual physical trauma because her hand was just numb all the time now. So, Um, and she had been back to work and and there were definitely some biopsychosocial factors of, um, her work was pretty stressful. She had a 15 year old kid that she was running around with all the time. She had a big wedding coming up, uh, for her niece, I believe. And it was just like, I tried every exercise, every different, you know, between manual therapy and and i'm sitting there going as the clinician like i feel bad because uh you know she's not getting better and she's doing pretty much everything i asked her she even we went through a pain journal and had her literally document you know every hour of her day what she was doing what her pains were what intervention she tried to do on her own what her workouts were like um but working out wasn't really bothering her at all either so I'm, i'm sitting there trying to figure out and reassessing things and going back and forth and her, she had an EMG done too, actually. And all that came back, you know, no findings negative for everything. And so then, um, we did some TOS testing and, and found out, you know, she had some positive tests there. And, um, so, but we're already addressing everything. We would kind of address with that anyways, we're treating all the symptoms and, and, uh, the functional kind of limitations there. And, um, and then as, as bad as I felt as a clinician not getting her better, she had full buy-in because she actually ended up sending her husband to me in that same time frame because we had gotten her better the first time. So she had belief in what we were doing was working and stuff. So I'm like, okay, uh, you know what is going on? And then um, you know, I, I think the big part of the story is just looking at everything outside of what we're just doing too and what they're doing in their day-to-day. So what ended up happening, how she got better – um so she had this big wedding and she got her nails done. And she came back a week later after the wedding. I was like, I don't have pain today. She's like, Do you know why? You know what I figured out? I'm like, what? She's like, I got my nails done and now I can't bite my nails. She goes, I didn't realize how stressed I was and just every day, like every minute that I could put my finger in my mouth to bite my nail, I would bite my nail. And now that I got them done and I don't and I want them to look pretty still for the next you know week or so. I haven't bit my nails and my symptoms have pretty much gone away. And it was just like, okay, um, well, that's a new story I've never heard before or something uh, as far as behavior change that I I never would have thought that uh, telling someone to get their nails painted for uh, thoracic outlet syndrome or something like that would be the the cure for it. (laughs) So is it just, was it bilateral hand numbness
0: or just one hand?
1: Just one hand, but it was her dominant hand, and she would drive. she said she would she realized she started driving and she'd drive with her left hand and just have her finger in her mouth all day, or you know on her computer she would just start biting those nails on that hand.
0: Oh, that's hilarious, you know <laughs> there's always got to be something right when it's when it's intermittent and it can get better and it can get worse and get better and it get worse and she's obviously not fully centrally sensitized um, because it had gotten better but yeah stress does certain things uh but it's combination of stress and mechanical stress right
1: <laughs> yeah and and that was kind of the thing we we had gotten down to is so everything we had done was working a little bit uh and it was kind of scratching the surface of getting there so like the breathing the relaxation the meditation all those things worked to a degree for her intermittently but it wasn't that was never the big fix but it was that kind of she didn't realize how much she was picking the scab all day by just chewing at her, uh, her nails and biting her nails.
0: Well, that's an interesting story, Brett. Uh, so happy you came on. Where can people find you on uh, social media or your website?
1: So uh, I own a small clinic here in Lowell, Mass, just about 20 minutes north of Boston. Uh, my Instagram is at barbell.therapy, and my website is barbelltherapyandperformance.com.
0: All right. Well, you stay healthy and safe during the pandemic, and it was great hearing from you again. Keep in touch. You too. Well, you can find me, uh, Dr. E, at Modern Rehab Mastery. That's our new online mentoring program. It includes modern manual therapy, modern patient education, and modern strength training. It's three months with three mentors, so one month with each mentor, four weeks, tons of modules, lots of CEUs, learn at your own pace for a month, then move on. Um, so go beyond the seminar. You also get chat room um, with your mentees and mentors and live Q and A's every week. Check out all my products, Edge Mobility System. We have the new Edge ISTM toolbox that includes the Edge Mobility Star and the OG Edge Mobility Tool, our Edge Restriction System BFR Cuffs. That's part of Dr. Kyle Coffee's Mono Training BFR Certificate.